So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. One day every valley shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning my country tears of thee sweet land of liberty of thee i sing land where my fathers died land of the pilgrims cry from every mountainside let freedom ring and if america is to be a great nation this must become true and so let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of new hampshire let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York, 
Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the smoke-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the crevacial slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all the thoughts and black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual. Free at last, free at last. Thanks, God Almighty, we are free at last. week on the program we've got it's a light news week but we've got stuff to talk about we're going to be talking about sony and other movie studios they are shifting their schedules once again what does it mean for ghostbusters afterlife uh, chris and i try to figure that out we'll also be talking about idw comics uh an anomaly has popped up that the uh, books are no longer available online what does that mean we'll try to break that apart we'll also be talking about uh, some toy stuff F- fun conversation stand by here we go Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keypad? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! We can yeah. do this. We we'll, can, we'll oh, figure out we it. We'll can f- absolutely do it. There's a show. I, well, welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip podcast, literally oh God, about nothing. What nothing, are we going to yeah. talk about this don't, week? Don't use anything we just talked about. Kind of no. like, just start right there. That's that's where we are. This is the show about nothing. The We're going to Seinfeld it this week, some way, somehow. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I, it, um, I got my AirPods in. Ooh. I'm talking on my AirPods. Uh, Which I look forward to using in a, uh, a, a, a fast upcoming episode where you and I build again because I, I won't say, have my, my bulky. I, I don't know. Did you my get your base? Did you get the the display base for your uh, Eagle Moss kit yet? No. Oh, Am I getting one? I think so. I think it's part of like the general is it part kit. Of the like thing? the, the oh, glass overlay is like the the premium thing, but uh, it is <laughs> it's a kitchen sized table uh, top. It's it's huge. And you I, mean your your life sized Harry Houdini uh, uh, water cabinet replica? Uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's just sort <laughs> of like I'm gonna I'm gonna need a whole room for the Ecto when it's finished uh, building here. I don't know what I'm gonna do, yeah. but. Uh, May may have to drill some safety holes at the bottom in case like a pet crawls into it by accident or something like. 
just <laughs> oh, it's huge. I, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking it could be one of those things that I could find a way to, you know, b- rig a shelf in the hallway or something. Uh, but then I realized, you know, I live in Los Angeles. This is earthquake country. I can't put this giant uh, one eight <laughs> no. scale model up on this. So I don't know. I'll figure it out. What but. I was amazed by is you took a photo next to your pack, and it, it could almost double as a pack display case. It, it's yeah, it's huge. I mean, it is like if if a pack had another i don't know six to eight inches on top of it you know it's just yeah. uh it's 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 a, um, it's a mammoth but great yeah i <laughs> this may go back to last week's episode where i talked about culling stuff out maybe it's less about like organizing and and and, and simplifying and more about i need <laughs> three square feet i need, I need two 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 cubic meters <laughs> on yeah. a shelf somewhere quick Oh man, um, but you know these are good problems to have. Obviously, this is not like a complaining oh, not about complaining. not having space for toys. Oh, I'm complaining because a- my my ecto shelf are short shelves, like uh, deep enough for like books, paperback books, and, and DVDs. Whereas everything else is on a, a probably about half again deeper shelf, yeah. which would be your ideal. So now I gotta move all my ectos around. <laughs> oh, that'll be actually that sounds kind of fun. And shoot some time-lapse videos so we can see the determination of which one goes oh, where and how many times you move them back and forth. And uh, it, No, it'd be 30 seconds of me moving stuff around and then like 20 minutes of me just sitting in a chair staring at whatever's <laughs> on Netflix on the Roku. <laughs> like, just give up and, and, <laughs> and watch the history breath. of swearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Well, here's what we're going to do, everybody. There, It's a, a light news week, um, and uh, we do have some responses from you all out there as to uh, what you're looking forward to in 2021. Uh, despite all of the preamble, which you will not hear of how disappointed Chris and I are of the first 12 <laughs> days of 2021. Certain, certain recording sessions, the first 20 minutes is more like articulate primal screaming. <laughs> Just to clear it out, and then we get on with the ghost. Just part. to get it off of our system. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so what we'll do is we'll just we'll jump into the news, and I do say news kind of lightly because it is is not a whole lot here. So yeah, it's uh, fluffy. It's uh, yeah, and then after that we'll we'll talk about uh, your responses to what you're looking forward to in 2021. Here we go. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, Chris. So as I mentioned, the news is not exactly concrete news. This is not like we have announcements, we have releases, no. we have things. Well, kind of minor release stuff. Kind of minor. Know. I think the, the one thing that I do want to start with, because I think it will also tie directly into what we talked about last week and what a lot of people uh, responded to in in terms of what they're looking forward to the most this year, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Will it be released on time again? Uh, and mm. I feel like we're just probably going to be talking about this for weeks to come, months to come. Um, yeah. Because Hollywood is already kind of looking down the line here and seeing the writing on the wall that look, the, the vaccine is not rolling out as fast as we thought it would. Now they're saying that a lot of people won't be vaccinated until, you know, probably yeah. fall of this year. Uh, and, and even that is kind of an optimistic, 
uh, viewpoint on it. So uh, movies are already shifting, uh, particularly from those that are coming from uh, Paramount and Sony. Uh, you know, the, the, the couple of studios that just don't yeah. have their direct distribution outlet like Warner Brothers or Disney or, uh, you know, the, I guess I was going to say Fox, but Fox is now Disney too. Um, Still don't want to watch it on streaming. I'll wait for theater. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is, is so everybody is now we we kind of solicited you for what you were looking forward to in 2021. And everybody said, I mean, I'd like to say Ghostbusters Afterlife, but I still don't even know that that's coming. Um, and uh, yeah, I, part of the reason why you and I left it off our lists as well, right? Like, A, it was a foregone conclusion and B, maybe not a foregone may, conclusion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it, it could or it could not happen. I mean, we we like to operate <laughs> under the, the pretenses that it will be happening here, that that, that movie will be released uh, as scheduled in the summertime. Uh, we're going to get that that fun June-July uh, June, of, you know, the, the summer of Ghostbusters once again. If that's the case, I'm not entirely sure. I, I do know that they are probably looking at things very, very closely on these uh, day and date releases that are now happening, kind of like Wonder Woman 1984, which yeah. released in theaters uh, at, you know, at least the places that can have theaters open, that, that are safe to have theaters open, and then also released on streaming through HBO Max, which is probably a more difficult metric for a place like Sony to be taking a look at because... You know, HBO, uh, it is a, a first party. They're not getting data as to how many people have streamed it. They're not getting data as to what yeah. the um, the the revenue from it was. Uh, it's, it's kind of a tough thing that they're kind of having to shoot in the dark. So I'm sure that the conversation that we are having right now is a conversation that is happening on a daily basis between film executives and studio executives and, uh, and finance people and business affairs people and everybody trying to figure this out, what's the best play. Um, yeah. Was it Variety? Did you read that Variety article? I think that's kind of where this all stemmed from was that, look, Bond is probably going to slide again. Uh, Mo, uh, uh, Mobius, Mobius um, already slid, right, to October? Well, Ghost, Ghostbusters was in, originally slid to March, pushed back to March. Then uh, went further to and June. Mobius, when they did their last shuffle, Mobius, yeah, they kind of, everything up to March, they shuffled further back. But Mobius was still pinned in April, I believe, mm. and now they're like pushing it to October, which is in itself they've pushed a movie that was a you know last slated a month after the last date for Ghostbusters and pushed it two months, I guess it, almost three months past yeah. when they expect Ghostbusters to come out. So there's a lot of it's a lot of question marks. I, I we I mean. We can only talk about it so much. We just kind of got to wait and see. It all comes down to the fact that, you know, we talked before that um, it's probably similar in the States. I know, uh, well, let's see here. Biden is saying 100 doses in the first 100 days. Yeah. That's still only uh, approximately 25% of the country. And kind of for things to be generally regarded as, eh, all right, let's tentatively give normal a shot. Uh, it has to be like 70%. I was going to say, it's got to be double that, doesn't it? I mean, Oh, yeah. well, te yeah, technically closer to almost triple. And same in Canada. Like, the they've got everybody tiered up for, uh, you know, healthcare workers and people at risk are getting them now. Um, and then the next round will be late February, March. And then, you know, pretty much... <laughs> 
the third wave of people will be getting them like summer into August. And it's like, well, that's a month after <sighs> yeah. movies are supposed to We're be We're supposed out. to really go so, back to the movies by then. Uh, yeah. So at any rate, and, and the people that are saying, we'll just release it on streaming, just put it on VOD. I mean, I'm sure that, again, they are probably weighing that option. They're probably thinking... If we partner with the, you know, Amazon Prime, a Vudu, uh, all of these places where we can see if we can get a, a bigger cut of their their sales than we do on the home video releases, yeah. kind, kind of like what uh, Universal did with Trolls and a couple other films. Um, yeah, it's it's possible that they might go that route on on Ghostbusters, but the article that I, I brought up also kind of mentioned that Sony's. Sony might be making the smart play here, you know, where Warner Brothers has said, look, we're going to release every movie we had planned for 2021 on HBO Max, regardless, come hell or high water, those movies are coming out. Uh, Sony is still kind of keeping movies in their pocket for when things are ready. Um, And and the more that, you know, here in L.A., production has been shut down again, uh, 100%. The the health board has asked all film productions to cease. Um, so anything that's being made outside of here, obviously, up in Vancouver and, and Atlanta and all over the world still still gets a chance. But it is a, yeah. a huge chunk of production shutting down. There's going to come a time where that content well is going to run dry and they're not going to have anything to be airing. Uh, look at look at the Sunday night movie making a return here on uh, CBS and ABC because they're not making right. the shows that they would be filling in those Sunday slots. They're putting the the big movies back in there and uh, showing ET uh, or Back to the Future or yeah, uh, and not a bad thing. But it's just because we're we're sort of we're running dry. We we don't have any of that content to to release. So yeah, I'm kind of I secretly wish the CBC will go back into their vaults. <laughs> There's a yeah. whole bunch of old stuff I miss on the CBC that I wish they just bring back because content is tight. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it, I mean, I mean, when you think about it, something like Wonder Woman, I mean, it has to be in the 300 million plus to recoup if it's not already pushing that much to make right like i don't know what the budget was to make wonder woman and plus all of the you know uh, advertising and marketing and and whatever that budget on top of that was yeah so you know offering it up for you know home streaming rent at 30 bucks a pop it's like i don't how many people i don't know can they can they make the numbers that they would if it was in like regular box office if they can't like we talked about this before. Ghostbusters really should not dip its toe into that water then, especially if we want to see like more after this one. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife has to like kind of fiscally knock it out of the park. It does. Now, it, has be, said, it has to be profitable. It, this, this it has, has to, profitable. to, there's a lot of pressure on this Ghostbusters movie to be profitable. Yeah. Yeah. For various reasons yeah. before the pandemic even hit. And I mean, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't need, uh, Yeah. I, I, at the end of the day, I think, I, I, I think it might be the smart thing to do is to just wait for the, cause the thing was, is last year, a lot of people started forming their opinions about, you know, what was a good idea for this and all that kind of thinking that 2021 in general was just going to be better. And it's kind of like, eh, I think 2021 is going to be like the less panicky version of 2020 because <laughs> it's the same old stuff. We're just kind of used to it now. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, we, we now have a year under our belts, uh, to kind of deal with 
the terror and the horrors of what we're dealing it, with here. It's the same thing as last year. We just kind of are used to it now. Uh, it's the, yeah, uh, the norm. Which, um, which means then that, yeah, we're not we're not going back into the theaters until maybe the last quarter of this year. Yeah. Maybe. So I, what does it mean for Ghostbusters? I mean, I, f- I feel like you and I continue having the same conversation every every yeah. time we bring this up. So, you know, it's it's kind of tough. I don't want to be too repetitious for our listening no. uh, audience out there. but Especially it, since it'll come up a couple more times. I know. And, and we don't know. I mean, uh, one of the things that we talked about in the last episode was February Toy Fair. And a couple of people pointed out, like, well, Toy Fair is not happening. And I said, well... Neither is CES, but that's not stopping people from making announcements that they would ordinarily make at this time of the year in January because their supply chain, uh, their releases have to do that. You know, all of yeah. these these companies with their tech that is coming out, they have to make the announcements so that they can start the the big push. So yeah, well, Com- Comic Con didn't happen, but DC happily went out and set up their own. Yeah, so. exactly. I, th- I think there's going to be a whole lot of that. So even even though there may not be a formal, proper, you know, international toy fair in New York City, there will probably be some announcements, particularly from Sony consumer products that that will be tied to the Ghostbusters Afterlife release uh, in June. And maybe that will start to tip the hand a little bit as to when this movie is going to be coming out. If we start seeing a big announcement with all of the big tie-ins and they talk about all of the, you know, fast food restaurants that are being tied in, like we talked about last week, um, you know, maybe that will give us a sense of like, okay, they're, they have a green light to do something. So they're planning something big. Um, and if it's fairly quiet, then maybe that will be a hint that they still don't know. And maybe they're still playing close to the vest and they're not going to release the film, uh, until the the time is more correct, um, yeah. so I don't know, man. I, I I do know, and and again, we try not to to delve into this too much on the podcast. But you know, here in Los Angeles, it's kind of hard to ignore. It's kind of tough to put your head in the sand and ignore that uh, it is. It's just getting really bad around here. the The virus is kind of getting out of control. The hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, the morbidly to say this, the morgues and the the funeral homes are overwhelmed, uh, and it's just it's such a dire thing that just to be talking about like, well, when's my Ghostbusters movie coming out? Uh, it seems like the priorities are, are wrong. Uh, so I think well, if yeah. we want to see a Ghostbusters movie, we all kind of have to start getting along with one another and, and working through some stuff here. <laughs> and, and our reward, our popsicle at the end will be a, a, a shiny new Ghostbusters movie. Um, yeah. But, oh, well, uh, we'll, we'll just have to see. Can we talk about how uh, Larry King is the toughest man alive? He is. I, whatever is in that guy's blood, let's study that because, my yeah. goodness. The more I read up on him, um, and we've been away for a while, so this happened just heading into the new year, I guess. Uh, yeah, Larry King went to the hospital after being ill for 10 days. Jeez. Uh, and went into the hospital, and they went, yep. COVID-19, put him in ICU. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And then like three days later, it's like, okay, he's out of ICU. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Because Larry King has battled cancer at least twice in his life. And he's 87. Those are two pieces of, those are those are two medical history notes that don't tend to uh, uh, bode well for people when they catch uh, COVID-19. But uh, apparently... I didn't He's, know that he was um, a cancer because I knew he had some sort of like a heart 
uh, some sort yes. of uh, cardiovascular uh, thing. I think that's the other thing. But yeah, no, he's he's a he's a cancer survivor as well. If I, here, let me double wow. check this in case I'm talking crap. I mean, you know what? Really, if I'm wrong, I'm just building up the legend of Larry. King. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But uh, you can't stop that man. You can't stop Larry <laughs> King. Ghosts yeah, and ghost uh, busting. Let's see here. Married eight times to seven women. That's that's not part of his medical. Well, yeah, history. I was gonna say that's I, I mean, <laughs> that's another type of toughest man alive. Heart disease, yes. Maybe, yeah, maybe he didn't have cancer. I might unfortunately have confused it because I believe that's the other thing. He's had a rough year in that he's lost at least one of his children too. Maybe I just kind of conflated a couple of bits of the story there. But uh, yeah, eighty-seven uh, quintuple bypass. That means wow. your heart's so bad they got to fix all four valves, and that was eighty-seven, and he's been trucking along ever since. Unbelievable! Like, well, good, good for Larry King. Uh-huh. So that was as of I think it was this past weekend. It was like the, oh no, it, yeah. was, it was actually last week that he was moved out of the ICU. It feels he's like it was. Out. Yeah. Let's see here. There was a couple of news items. The one I picked was yeah, twelve hours ago, and it continues to be under observation, but he's not in the ICU looking to get home and he's talking to his, uh, his uh, sons daily so he's ah, good for you larry king larry king hanging in there fantab we'll we got to send that guy a patch at some point so <laughs> i know he's seen the patch one of our listeners uh, sent him a photo of the patch and and I their know, right? social well, media you uh, should figure that out, it, figure but, out how to make that happen yeah um check check out our our larry king inspired uh, uh crossroad patch that's that's fun um so again, this is not necessarily something that falls under the news uh, category because it's more sort of speculation for discussion's uh, sake. But uh, l- longtime friend and listener Michael Tanaka, uh, in one of his trademark two a.m. emails uh, after our last episode, <laughs> dear um, gentlemen, Chris got something <laughs> wrong again. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Po- pointed out a, a correction that's necessary uh, that we we called uh, the Buenos a sequel to Clean Up the Town, Saving the Day it. a couple of and times. I'll be- I'll be honest with you, my brain leading up to us recording when I was making my list kept saying saving the day. And part of my brain's going, that's from the first that's movie. Not I'm like, right. yeah, I know, but I can't think of what the second other one's called. <laughs> um, yeah, so I ended up in the episode and the idiot part of my brain went, saving the day. And the other part of my brain was like, Ugh, well, that's okay. wrong. Well, you'll, be, yeah. you'll be hearing from Mr. Michael. Tanaka on that one, uh, uh, and we did. And 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 to his point, he was like, "You didn't have to wait long for your first correction uh, from me." So yeah, first oh, first episode out of the gate, mere but, hours. Uh, he's, so he's, yeah, too too he's hot to handle. Fine form for twenty twenty one. Yes, too hot to handle. You know the S- Bobby Brown song from the second movie, which makes sense. Um, that's the the second installment of Bueno Productions. History of Ghostbusters, and and yeah, so and and a lot of people echoed that sentiment that they're excited to to see that or at least see you know a glimpse behind uh, a trailer or something. Knowing how long it took them for the first film, I, I don't think it's realistic to expect the second film uh, this year. But um, no. so that that was part one of Michael's email, and then part two of Michael's email was something that I was not aware of, um, and. It, it could just be a blip on the you know supply distribution chain. It may be something that we could read into and and see a lot more. You know if we if we uh, pull pull back and see the forest for the trees or whatever. I'm mixing my metaphors, but uh, it's I I don't know that we need to necessarily read into this. But again, bringing up nope. uh, February and Toy Fair and announcements for licensing tie-ins. You know maybe this is sort of indicative of something that's coming in, uh, up 
sooner than later is uh, IDW Comics uh, on Comixology, Amazon, and I, I meant to check Apple Books too because uh, I know that they were available on Apple Books. But um, Michael pointed out that mysteriously the the option to purchase all of the IDW uh, individual ep- uh, issues and and collections through those digital distribution uh, points has just vanished just uh, overnight has completely gone away um, you can still purchase the ghostbusters books through the idw app itself mm-hmm. um so that that's kind of why i sort of temper the like oh my god what's happening here because idw is still selling the books too um but a response that that michael got from comiXology said that usually when there is a licensing shift or when a, a publisher loses the license or it, it changes over to another publisher this is kind of what happens is all of those books disappear. So for example, when uh, the license on Star Wars moved from Dark Horse to Marvel, uh, all of the Dark Horse purchases on Comixology disappeared while they sorted out you know, who gets what and, and where that ends up. Um, Chris, we've talked about, especially toward the end of last year, like fall of last year, IDW has been having some problems particularly exacerbated because of the the pandemic here yeah um i know that uh you know after um publishers have come and gone and editor-in-chief uh people that that are have long been with the company have left then come back then left again um and i do know that they've been having some trouble with their idw entertainment i think is their other wing the one that the wing that does uh, winona earp and all of the tv stuff um, and, and that, that particular section of IDW or whatever that, that business entity of IDW had to declare bankruptcy. Um, so are we worried about IDW, Chris? Are we concerned? I mean, the, uh, are we worried about Ghostbusters future with IDW? Or are we worried about the, the future of the company itself? Well, I mean, the optimist in me would like to point out that sometimes when a company has their own, uh, channel, if they're not happy with the cut they're getting on third-party uh, digital comic retail sites, it's just possible that whatever their original arrangement up is now up, and and you know they've they've it's down for the moment and may come back up again yeah, when they. That, you know, that was my thought: is that oh you know twenty twenty <laughs> there was one pre-negotiated rate twenty twenty one they need to renegotiate and they haven't made those yeah. decisions yet so they took everything down until they can figure out the business side of things. But not to mention that during a pandemic there are you know uh, there might be some wisdom to uh, pulling all the stuff uh, back to your you know driving people directly to you where you get the biggest cut rather yeah. than. Especially at a time when people are looking for, you know, stuff to read, stuff like that. So, you know, depending on what things line up, yeah. Um, I, I mean, time, time will have to, to tell, uh, really. Uh, I, I remain optimistic. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a company that's got a lot going for it. So I'd be really surprised if, you know. Um, at its worst, this was just some sort of temporary hiccup, and you know, and at best, it's it's just some sort of yeah. paperwork. Uh, you know, it's business as usual, like it's in temporary sort of thing. Because we're talking about a company that's, uh, you know, kind of pioneered a lot of. Uh, well, it's certainly taking uh, licensing to new levels. <laughs> that's true. They, um, I mean, they relied so heavily upon licensed stuff like Star Trek and Back to the Future, and. Yeah, and then kind of created a well, set themselves up as you know the 
one of the only games in town when it comes to specialty, we call it, you know, collector publishing on behalf of other companies. So all, all the, you know, the Marvel, yeah, their art know, books and art, yeah. art book reprints and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it I is, don't... it's possible. I know that those, those licensed, you know, if, if you are a publisher that is licensing your, your, uh, intellectual property from other places and those other places happen to be hurting too, uh, that can also be uh, part of it. You know, maybe they're, they're hurting because the studios are hurting. And if you yeah. know, Star Trek's not making money, then the licensor of Star Trek is not making money. Um, it, so it's tough I, to say it's, yeah. I, I think out of all of this, I just feel for our, our friends, Eric Burnham and Dan Schoening and Louis Delgado and Tom Waltz and all the people that have worked yeah. on the books that we've poured over uh, with, I, I mean, it, we talk about how much we love the IDW books. I know I, I was looking at the GB fans uh, thread that that Michael sent to us, and I, I know that there are some people that are like, it would be good to get some fresh blood in there and and have new voices, and and I, I always agree with that. I love to hear other people's perspectives and and their stories, but at the same time, yeah. like, man, they nailed the Eric. Just has the voices down in terms of the writing, and Dan has just always nailed the art, and it was just, you know, we were we were so Plus, spoiled yeah. with a good thing. Plus, I can't imagine where they'd go. Like, what other company could possibly uh, yeah, pick you, it up? Uh, and, Dark Horse? So. No, not necessarily. Marvel? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Marvel. I mean, some of them like Boom and all that, maybe, but they they never came. You know, came to mind. I'm like, oh yeah, of yeah. course them. I the the one thing that I, concerns me most is on the back of 2020. You know, kind of had. I mean, besides pandemic and sales problems and you know, stores having problems, you know, just kind of up and down the line of the industry, taking a real punch in the, the gut, um, was, you know, and then I think just heading into, I don't know if anything, I can't, every time is, time is compressed into a singularity <laughs> and it's impossible to pull threads apart now, but, you know, there was, you know, kind of a shuffling at the higher ends, uh, back and forth. And that was kind of like, oh, okay. Not necessarily a bad thing, but obviously some stuff needs to be tidied up. And then, you know, last year you and I talked about, in theory, a new movie was coming up. Yeah. New books. And it was pretty much clear that, you know, as time went on, uh, Eric and Dan were not working towards new Ghostbusters stuff. Um to the extent that they would, you know, show up on Twitter and go, working on a new thing, and people show up, <laughs> like the laugh-in, uh, the laugh-in <laughs> set where people are popping out of the walls going, Ghostbusters, and they're like, mm, no, no. it's not Ghostbusters. I mean, I, I love uh, Eric the other day said, hey, can somebody help me? What's the best thing that I've written that is not Ghostbusters? Uh, <laughs> poor Eric. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. I mean, those guys have been at it so long, professionally. Independent of what IDW wants to make, they may, you know, find themselves looking at other opportunities yeah. just for other opportunities. I mean, I can't think of too many writer artists that, you know, in the comic industry that, I mean, sometimes they're hired on for arcs, but even the guys that can kind of write their own ticket go, yeah, it's been two years. I'm done now. You know what I mean? Like they just, yeah, I, they, I, I, I did Dan, my 12 Dan and Eric, year. I'm done. Um, Dan and Eric yeah. have been, what, near a decade? The largest chunk of a decade? Yeah, like, off and on, probably, yeah. So, I don't know. I 
I don't want to read too much into it just yet. And, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it, it may be an anomaly. It may be something that will be remedied. It may just be something that they're gearing up to restructure. You know yeah. how they're releasing the Ghostbusters books, uh, something. But you know, it, it nonetheless, could, it, worth yeah. pointing out. So yeah, thanks, the, thanks, Michael the, for. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> for mm, uh, boy, just uh, Doctor Tongue's House of Horrible. There, thanks, Michael. Nah, uh, have you yeah. seen? Comicsology. And then what else we have? I mean, some some toy stuff. Uh, there was that Lego uh, contest, Chris. Well, I I kind of missed that. That was a contest that they solicited designs for Ghostbusters stuff, and they announced their winners this yeah. past week. Um, what was uh, what do they call themselves? Brickworks. Brick. Yeah, Brick Fanatics. Sorry. Uh, they had a contest. I think Brick Fanatics possibly one of the biggest uh if not the biggest uh lego uh related news sites the ghostbusters news of of lego is is brick fanatics um always always in there and they had a contest uh coming out of last year and heading into this year where i'm looking at their prizes so the afterlife ecto uh lego kit and then what that's a looks like i guess a spirit pack the uh the art book uh, and then wow. a couple of like one of the the grand like the lego grand piano kits a couple of real is that it was, uh, it was there yeah well all of that the lego alone looks to be pushing 400 bucks <laughs> if not 500 but anyways they basically asked people to design ghostbuster um uh, like ghosts, uh, scary things for, for Ghostbusters. And I mentioned a couple weeks back and man, they had some real good stuff. And anyways, they announced the winners too. And the winners are corkers. I picked, I think I may have picked the main winner, which is a haunted vacuum cleaner. It's, it's very <laughs> real Ghostbusters. It's oh, amazing. That's funny. Uh, but then they had like, um, uh, a, a building that was haunted and somebody did like kind of a crazy slimery. He called him Norl, Norl the Tickly Monster. <laughs> okay. That does sound uh, very Kennery, friend, though. He's uh, would... a friendly but foul-smelling ghost that loves to hug. Well, you know, the claws really give that away. Um, uh, anyways, we put, posted the links around. I recommend, even though the whole thing's over, people go back and look at the, uh, the entries, because it was like dozens and dozens and dozens. They were all pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, some, go, there was a couple in there that I was like, "Kit, make that a kit, please." <laughs> well, and I, I feel like that that's probably what they, you know, it, it's sort of like the creator series for Lego, where it's like, "Hey, design these things, and then we'll take a look at those, and if we like them, yeah. we'll turn them into something that I, we can." I, I don't think anything is 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 missed. Um, and then, kind of related to that, um, they're taking uh, back order uh, back orders. On the Ghostbusters Ecto one, yeah. Um, which, if you missed out on it, you can now get through the the Lego proper uh, site again. Uh, yeah. And uh, at two hundred dollars, it. I mean, seeing everybody else building them too, it's just sort of like, man, if I wasn't building this Eagle so Moss tempting, kit right now, right? yeah. Um, uh, two hundred bucks back orders accepted. We'll ship in sixty days. So oh, it basically so means they're churning out the kits are are coming off the line and getting into shipping boxes right now um and they're just trying to get some cash up front for it and nice. never a bad idea 
And um, yeah, I keep looking at the 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 picture for it, going, man. I'm like you. I'm like, man. Like I hadn't. I didn't look at. I was like, I looked at the main one. I went, that is a pretty sweet. And you can tell by Lego sizes. You can tell by the pips, kind of roughly how big something is. And I'm like, man, that's kind of big. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. looking at some of the other ones, and it's like the slide out. Uh, a gunner seat that we saw in the trailer is in there and all that. And I'm like, oh man. I know it's, it's tempting. I mean, all this no. stuff that's, that's, it's super tempting, but, uh, so what, yeah, I, I, mean, also, if, what I also like is they recycled the, uh, from the three other kits they've done now. It's like, well, we have this specialized piece with the Ghostbusters <laughs> logo. Let's apply it to more things. Hey, or, or that's um, just efficiency right there. That's what's the yeah. other one. Oh, the, um, the cyclotron. We printed this, this uh, two by two flat disc with the cyclotron on it. Let's. Where else can we apply it? Yeah, why not? So, why right not? on that gunner seat. Um, so yeah, if if act fast. If you missed out on it, and you definitely want it. Uh, go go pick it up now because it Giddy. will sell very quickly again. Um, and also, if you wanted to get that ghost popper from uh, Walmart and and some of the retro uh, real Ghostbusters figures, those are back on the shelves. Uh, now, some of them uh, have been popping up on the walmart.com uh, website uh, and app too, but uh, a lot of people finding them on, on shelves in stores, uh, so check check that out. The Plasma yeah. Series Ecto at Target still has not surfaced yet. For uh, I have seen online reviews. I don't know how those people got them, but um, still, haven't, still haven't seen shipments on those and still haven't seen them uh, pop up in stores. The, the price tag is on the shelves. They're ready for them, but they just haven't been shipped yet, so... Uh, stay tuned on that front. Um, well, Chris, what I want to do is we have uh, probably about like 10, 10, 15 more minutes here. So I wanted to get yeah. into our listeners, uh, sure. 2021, uh, outlook things, things that they're looking forward to this year. Um, and it's kind of funny because you, you and I stuck to things that we thought were feasible, things that we thought were probable. Um, a lot of people sent us pie in the sky, dear Santa, uh, things that I'm like, yes. well, that would be fun, but that's never going to happen. Um, and, yeah. uh, I mean, it, and it's fine. I mean, that, that kind of like sending those things out to the universe are, are harmless. It's just like, uh, but please, yeah, please we, do, because what if it happens, it would be the greatest thing that ever happened. Of course. Yeah. Um, so, uh, maybe I'll start, uh, I'll start with the Twitter answers, Chris, cause you were kind enough to kind of compile those and send them my way. And they're, they're right here and they're handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of, of pie in the sky, dear Santas, uh, this, uh, from Dan law 83, uh, number one, he, uh, looks forward to an answer the call sequel being announced. Probably not going to happen in 2021, but I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, the real ghostbusters complete blu-ray. That actually might be probable. You know, if they released a big box set or something uh, of the movies oh. around the time that Afterlife comes out on on uh, Blu-ray or UHD. Uh, fe- feasible, yeah. Uh, number three, a new video game with online multiplayer or activation of the multiplayer on the remaster. So that's one that I'm kind of uh, I'm ashamed that we didn't bring up because we were talking about video games uh, on our wish list. And... I forgot that that's just hanging there, that the remaster version is ready to go, but the multiplayer is not. So that's something that could theoretically be done. I uh, mean, we, uh, yes. there's a lot of Theoret- work to be done, but theoretically in the air quotes sort yeah. of sort of way, you, you, you forgot about it and I didn't forget about it. I just went, mm, unlikely. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
I know that they did sort of dangle that as a carrot at the end of the stick uh, for us when the remaster came out. Like, and then the multiplayer is going to open, and we were all like, "Cool!" And then it just sort of didn't happen. No. <laughs> um. So it could be for a variety of reasons, or yeah, maybe it's something that they are able to plug in at some point, but. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Dan, right there with you. I would love for that multiplayer to be back up and running. Uh, number four, he has another animated series that takes on a tone similar and is based on the IDW publishing series. Uh, very apropos of what we were talking about earlier. Uh, and number five, an afterlife sequel. Um, maybe an announcement, depending on if and when <laughs> the first one comes out. I don't yeah. think we'll be seeing the sequel anytime in this year. Um, Chaz, uh, bless you, Chaz, another pie in the sky, uh, sent an Ecto-1 that runs on clean energy. All right, thinking about the uh, the ozone layer there and, and our uh, global climate change that's happening. Uh, good good yeah. for you. Um, Chris, uh, another Chris out there, says a new Hasbro adult collector PKE meter and ghost trap. I'd say that that's probably something that we will probably see. Uh, I yeah. mean, maybe not necessarily released this year, but I would imagine, you know, if that Spangler wand has been selling as, as well as I think it has been selling and, and has gotten such a great response that, yeah, around the time that Afterlife comes out, that, that PKE meter or Ghost Trap or something could be the next item up for bids. <clears throat> yeah, no, I agree. I, I I think at any time those are kind of uh, fair bets that somebody's interested in that sort of making that sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. Slimer, uh, who I bet is crossing her fingers for an after, uh, of Ghostbusters answer the call sequel in 2021, <laughs> asks for, uh, bringing back Ecto cooler so that I can actually get some this time, uh, for your sake, Mrs. Slimer, I hope you get it because, uh, you, you, you deserve that Ecto cooler. Uh, Jordan Hamilton, longtime listener, uh, says that I'm hoping that my questions and theories for Ghostbusters Afterlife will be answered slash confirmed slash denied, such as who is Callie's mother, assuming, well, she's going to get into spoiler territory. So I, I, right there with you, Jordan, it's just like we, we kind of want to know what happens in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, and after all of the, uh, speculation and wondering, uh, if all of our dreams are coming true or if they're going in a totally different direction, right, right there with you. Um, uh, fallout Dylene, Dylene, I guess. Sorry. Sorry, Dylene. Uh, my wish is for an alternate universe where Dr. Spangler is alive. Um, I, I think we would all agree that this world would be a whole lot better if Harold Ramis was in it to be able to comment on the weird shit that's happening day in and day out. We could use his, uh, Mark Twain wit, uh, for all of this. Um, Call the Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, uh, they're working on a, a great fan comic that you know, panel by panel, we're seeing a little bit of at a time on on their uh, uh, social media pages. Uh, they're looking forward to finishing their first and second issue of the fan comic and seeing if fans like it. Um, and I know that they have been working very hard on that one. So um, yeah, check check out uh, that's that's Pablo. Pablo's a great guy, and uh, Call the Ghostbusters. He's been working on that comic very uh, just diligently for as long as I can remember years at this point. So go, go check out his social media. Um, so that, I think that was all the Twitter. Did, was there anything I missed on the Twitter ones that you can think of Chris? Um, I, I don't know. I did any, I mean, the ones you read out uh, that I forwarded to you were just off of mine. I didn't get a chance to scrape off of uh, 
your Twitter account per se. Uh, yeah, uh, I think they, they were all pretty much in the same same yeah. vein. Um, on our YouTube channel, we have been we posted this uh, last week's episode onto our YouTube channel. Uh, Demolition Man um, <laughs> said that he he looks forward to Chris learning how to operate a neutrona wand properly in 2021. Is that is that a dig on? When we were doing our Spangler Thrower chat? Possibly. I uh <laughs> I, I yeah. I, I, don't, I apologize I mean, for nothing. I A, I don't know <laughs> what you mean, and B, I apologize don't apologize for it anyway. So <laughs> or what's maybe, it maybe it's in reference to something that we said last week. I gotta be honest, guys, when we record stuff, I forget it immediately. So oh, we could have had something in there about not knowing how to use a wand. Even the stuff that I go, okay, don't forget this, I forget it. So yeah, um, and then the other comment uh, on on the uh, YouTube was from Dude with three exclamation points who uh, comments on our videos pretty often, um, and I think I mean he's he's not even he's just echoing the sentiment about Afterlife, uh, you know, the trailer not coming until at least mid February at the earliest, which um, we talked a lot about the Super Bowl and how we don't think there's going to be a Super Bowl spot, but. Um, that also seems to be kind of, kind of everybody else's consensus. Like, no, nah, maybe not around the Super Bowl. It just seems too early. And, and the movies, uh, they're not spending the money on, on, uh, Super Bowl spots this year. So, uh, yeah, right, right there with you, dude, right th- right there with you, dude. Like I planned that. I didn't yeah. plan that at all. Uh, looking at, uh, our Facebook, uh, see Sean Holder was really kind of fingers crossed that we get to, you know, see a summer theater release. You know, everybody safely can go see it. <laughs> um, an actual summer theater release. Now, if you're open to summer 2022, Sean, this may be, <laughs> this may be okay. Um, Ivan uh, Shablotsky was uh, brought up games again. Um, yeah. You know, he was kind of hoping that we might hear about something specifically Ghostbusters, although uh, he agreed that, you know, we'll probably see... Um, and would be fine with, as we all would, with some of the partnery ones that we've they've seen done in the past to do more of those. And then um, I, I saw a couple people, including um, uh, Joe Riccadelli. Uh, it's the two C's. Yeah, Riccadelli. Yeah. Is it Rick or Rich? Yeah. See, I, I think in his voicemails that he leaves for us, I think he says Riccadelli. Riccadelli. Joe, okay. I'm sorry. You're you're such a longtime friend. See, I, my wife's I'm, got I'm two. I'm embarrassed, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he says got, Riccadelli. Yeah, my wife's got two C's in hers, and it's the uh, the, the 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 soft, not the hard. Anyways, uh, he was uh, keen. Him and a couple other people keen to this whole. Actually, he named it. I like the idea that if anybody, when things open up and things are you know, safe enough, that we all try to get together. The camping idea. He was like. Yeah, regional camp Wakandas. I'm like, oh my god, of course. <laughs> regional camp Wakandas. Wakanda fan get together. So oh, I'm like, it's right. It was the lowest hanging fruit and right in front of us. And we obviously. Yeah, so I like that idea. I, I frankly, I think as 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 nerds and geeks, um, uh, there's a lot to be said for us uh, getting together and hanging out in the great outdoors rather than you know indoors at a convention center <laughs> once in a while. And yeah. I just, oh man, the idea of inform any, so basically it's official and this one's on, uh, on uh, all credit to Joe that if Ghostbuster fans ever go camping, 
you can't call it Camp Wakanda if it's just you and your family. That's just you and your family. But if you and your family and other uh, friends and family <laughs> that are Ghostbusters fans uh, all get together and talk nonsense and play the role-playing game or what have you and just have a good old time, uh, homemade uh, ecto-cooler, uh, alcoholic or not, in the, the, the giant, you know, camping, uh, uh, what are the soccer the uh, dispensers? Yeah. yeah, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a Camp Wakanda. That's a, it's a, and, it's and the done. other uh, un- unspoken rules that you have to have camp t-shirts uh, that need to be made up there you when go. you're not camp in t-shirts. your flight suit with your pack, you have to be wearing your camp Wakanda <laughs> t-shirt. There's only two. Yeah. There's only three rules. Okay. Let's get the rules done right now. One, it's not, it's not just you. Actually, that's not fair. Cause people can be kind of off in areas and like not exactly within distance. Okay, fine. Take your, <laughs> as long as you're celebrating ghostbusters, it doesn't matter if it's your franchise or if you're just kind of, you know, so we, there could be people in the Northwest Territories or Alaska. They can't, you know, necessarily meet up with groups. So fine. The only three, th- two things then. Two. So there are two <laughs> rules. One rule. There's only one rule. No, two rules. T-shirts um, and you got to roast marshmallows. Yeah. That's it. You got to roast I mean, marshmallows. You got to make race dance yeah. proud. Yeah. We assume Ghostbusters will be talked about and that's just a given. But yeah, to just to to ritualize the whole thing. It's called the Camp Wakanda. You got to, I don't know, hand make the t-shirts. You don't have to go have them printed. Just you know, get some t-shirts together and uh, roast marshmallows. And that's it. You're perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, everybody, uh, we look forward to hopefully seeing you at your various Camp Wakandas this summer. Maybe, Maybe. next summer. Maybe. Probably next summer. Hey, outdoors, UV, six feet distance, fresh air, a breeze. That goes a long way to yeah. keep COVID-19 at bay. Um, but, uh, that's, that's brilliant. Now I, I just want to come up with this. We're going to make our own fan fest, but <laughs> Camp Wakanda. Um, all right. Well, so yeah, thanks everybody for your feedback. And we always love hearing from you, especially on an episode like that, where it encourages, uh, we want to hear what you, what we forgot and what, what you guys have in mind. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, keep, keep those, uh, comments and voicemails coming. Cause we, we Don't love wait them. another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. too shabby for a uh, episode about nothing chris stewart i know full disclosure i texted you uh no more than six hours ago and i was like what do we got for tonight what do we got i guess we could build our eagle moss kits and then neither one of us were prepared because i it's yeah like, my, space my, my room is not camera well. ready at the moment <laughs> i think you underestimate our ability to talk about nothing for hours on end though so. yeah, we've been doing it for six plus years now i know um but uh, show about nothing uh, what what do you got in terms of uh, final thoughts for this this final week? thought um yeah 
I, I mean, they could fall into the category of we'll talk about them in the future sort of thing, but, um, uh, and all credit to Jason over at Ghostbusters News because I saw them there. I didn't see them. They didn't pop up in the Googles or anything like that, but, uh, well, actually, the first one was January 1st, so who knows? My head may still have been, like, buried in holidays, but a couple of different groups. Let's see here. One is Loungefly, and the other was Fun.com, I think. Loungefly was putting out uh, backpacks and wallets. Um, and Fun.com was putting out little, um, like, shoulder purses for women. Ah. So let's see here. I think we had seen... Uh, really like sketches or mock-ups or Maybe. something of those it, last year. Yeah, the, yeah, I think the 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 shoulder uh, the fun.com shoulder uh, purses. Uh, we may have seen something about polyurethane, but they're stitched together like you know hard leather character print. You know, so Slimer's eyes are stitched on separate from his green body, separate from his pink mouth sort of thing and all that. Yeah, and um. They're all cool and all that, but the actually the Ecto one is really cool. Uh, but what, uh, what really got me was um, Fun.com has a like a Moogly logo shoulder bag, and it shows the the model is is putting like the badly folded you know in the photos the badly fold, folded wad of twenties. <laughs> Everybody's got three hundred dollars. Who uh, doesn't have the off, giant stash off. of cash? Yeah. <laughs> And 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 smartphone, and it's big enough just for that. Although I'm watching her put her smartphone into it, I'm like, I'm not sure you're gonna be able to zip that close. But anyway, uh, but it's of a yeah. size that I'm looking at it, going, I don't need a shoulder purse, but if I could find a round camping water canteen of the right diameter, <laughs> I want the Moogly. <laughs> Like polyurethane, uh, you know, ladies' uh, party, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, a handbag or, yeah. Yeah, it's borderline a clutch. A clutch. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a clutch with a strap, but it's of the right size. And I'm like, if you can find a small canteen, I want a Ghostbusters canteen. And and I'm chuckling to myself going, ha <laughs> and, and, and then like an idiot, I'm already Googling up on Amazon. It's like, how that about six inches here good amazon six inch camping like i'm i'm halfway there if they put this out and then i head on over and he had the bit about the uh, lounge flies uh backpacks and, and they're cute and all that too actually the one i really like is they have a slimer uh card holder and i'm like like faux leather oh that's cool leather slimer card holder i'm like i yeah that's coming out in february i'm like i kind of gotta get that one but what got me was, is they have three backpacks. Uh, they have a stay puffed one. It's very, what you'd expect. It's, you know, like a rounded um, top sort of thing. It's a kid's backpack. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Slimer is a bit more, I don't know. If, if they put these out when, you know, raves were still a big thing, they, it would have been perfect. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like a girl's rave, uh, you know, go bag size thing. And it's a slimer, so it would have fit in fine. But I'm looking at one, and it's like um, the rounded corner rectangle, uh, 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 you know, two thin straps. I mean, none of these have straps that say carry a lot around it, that sort of thing. Fine. 
put two stri uh, straps. It's got a really hefty um, top strap, and then it's like got a an ecto uh, pole or one of the the zippers sort of thing. But it's of the front of the uniform. It says Venkman on it. I don't know if they're making. Um, nope. It comes with a detachable ah, name see, that's tag, cool. so you can put it that's, on the gun, that's the way which to do is it. really, yeah, there really kind of cool. But the thing is, I'm looking at it, it's 12 and one quarter inches tall and nine inches wide, five inches deep. Five inches deep is actually kind of impressive. Um, but what's killing me, I was like, if you made that three inches, like if you just size that up to, you know, to, to 15 by whatever... It would be a fantastic, like, light laptop bag. Like, it's a forget the forget the guy's uniform. I'm like, print the cyclotron on it. Like, if, like, <laughs> yeah. like we, we put the cycle, yes. we put the backpack on a t-shirt. I'm like, yeah, that's I, I'm nearly fifty. I, I don't want that. It's like we did it on like you know a back to school backpack. I was like, no, I don't want it. We did it on a a book bag. Like, no, I don't I don't want that. It's like we. Printed it on a bag that'll carry two books, your uh, your, your laptop pad, sleeve, yeah. your charger, and your laptop. And I'm like, I'm in. I want <laughs> that. So shout out to like Loungefly. Um, I guess Loungefly. I'm talking to you, Loungefly, directly. Actually, you know what? Fun.com. You, you know, maybe you can jump the queue. Yeah, you get whoever's there first, first. I'm in. Yeah, but make me Tryouts. that. I yeah, I got I got the 15 inch screen. So if you can make me one that's I guess that's about 60, that'll accommodate. Don't get fancy. Don't try to make it. You know, yeah. I just need I just need one that when I'm heading out, you know, for the day and hitting the Starbucks or whatever, it'll carry like you know my notebook and my notebook. <laughs> oh my god, I feel so old. Notebook that needs pen or pencil, and then notebook is <laughs> in my laptop. I realize now that if I say notebook, people think you know oh, your laptop. Tap. Yeah, your yeah. Oh, yeah, laptop. Got it. No, <laughs> I still use pencils. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's that's my final thought. Is the usual. Hey, hey, you guys that are making cool stuff for us, make different cool Can stuff. Can make more stuff? Yeah. Um, that's me. Well, and again, I'm sure that uh, there is a lot of cool stuff that we just haven't seen that is sitting in shipping containers in this Raiders of the Lost Ark vault just waiting for Ghostbusters right? Afterlife to release. You so. know what? Loungefly and Fun.com, you can even like announce it and say, we totally had this in the works before Chris Stewart came along, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just want the bag. I don't need credit. Exactly. I don't need nothing. <laughs> you don't even have to send me one. It'd be nice if you send me one, but you don't even have to send me one. I'll Thanks pay for the, the idea, bucks. sucker. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? Was it a Mr. Show sketch? The guy who created the uh, the world's worst graphic designer. <laughs> it's like, what'd you make? It's like you know, you order a pizza and the pizza box comes and it's got the you know the the Italian chef with the big hat going. Like yeah. Oh no, this was a. Uh, this may have been Radio Free Vestibule. It was. Oh gosh. Adriana, does anybody else out there remember this one? Is it was a whole thing, and it's like, what'd you make? And it's like, oh yeah, the pizza box with the the chef and the hat, and going, it's like, oh, you made that? You must be rich. Nah, I got twenty bucks. <laughs> it's just he's the guy who came <laughs> up with higher. all these. You know, the you cross the street, and it's like the the lines and the stick guy is like, oh my god, you came? You must be rich. Nah, I got twenty bucks for it. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> so same thing here. Do you go make the bed? <laughs> You came up with that? That's amazing, Chris. Yeah, I got 20 bucks. Yeah, give him 20 bucks for it. 20 bucks. Yeah. 
Anyways. All right. Anyways. Um, well, next week we'll be building. Uh, I, I'm optimistic we're going to be doing our Eagle Moss Sector 1 kits. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that. And, and we'll be able to fill that time with uh, some good conversation, too, I promise. Uh, and until we do, everybody, see you on the other side. Who you going to call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. And here's 20 bucks. See? Nearly an hour of nonsense. How did we do it?